And we're live, baby. We've got Caesar and special guest Angel. Is that a special guest? I mean, uh, I don't yeah, even I don't know. know. My friend Angel. <laughs> That's who we got. All right, let's start. I have a structure to the podcast, and I would like you to sort of take it over here. So uh, I start off with the day, date, and time. So can you give me those? Uh, uh, I'm losing my mind here. Uh, April 14th, 2023. It is currently 1315. Hell yeah. Oh, military time. Yeah. You're military. Is that because you're a nurse? Yeah, it is actually. Okay. Uh-huh. How, did that, how did that make sense? Oh, yeah. Caesar's going to be sort of the co-host here. We're sharing a mic. I'll hold it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> how does that work, Angel? Why, why military time? Because uh, uh, I used to work night shift uh, and then switch to day shift. So, like, you had to specify if you were, like, night shift or day shifter. Dude, military time is so effective. Yeah, versus saying a.m. or p.m. But the thing is, now that I've explained all this, it kind of defeats the purpose. Before we even get into it, because <laughs> I felt like the conversation's already running off, um, I do also start off with a greetings to okay. the, uh, you could be to whatever, whoever, and whenever. So, if you want to say greetings to anybody, who would you say greetings to? Greetings to anybody that's enjoying your podcast. Anybody that's enjoying Okay, anybody. simple. Yeah, any of our friends that have now become a part of this. Okay, cool. I like that. Sometimes I'll say, I remember the most interesting greeting I gave mm-hmm. had to have been recently. I said greetings to a rock who had the ability to become a sentient being. Nice. Like <laughs> so that's, that was the idea. Like the if possibilities are endless. <laughs> yeah. They will feel included. Hopefully. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, do you want to introduce yourself to people who would have no idea who you are? What's uh, the best way to, like, how do you like to describe yourself? It, it's interesting because it's almost like you feel the necessity to describe yourself by your occupation. Right. And we've, al- uh, yeah. we've always had these conversations. Uh-huh. And, and you do not need to do that. Right yeah. Now. Like, and I don't want to do that. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't. Like, Who cares I ha- if you're a blank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so my name is Angel Ritchie. Cool. And I am looking to be one of the greatest creatives, at least locally and maybe to the nation and to the world, but mainly to myself. So that's what you're seeking right now. That's what I'm seeking. Okay. Mm-hmm. What label would you put on yourself for current? Current? I would say you're already, you're already a creative. I am a creative, but it's, it's uh, like Luffy, like trying to be the, the pirate king. Like, he's already a pirate, but he's trying to be the best pirate he can okay. be. Yeah. That makes sense. There, there's, That's cool. th- there's a certain aspiration or journey or, uh, I don't know, just to be bigger than what you are currently. That's yeah. a dope comparison. Mm-hmm. That's a One Piece. Yeah. One That's piece a One reference. Piece reference right there. For any of you listening to oh, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get the reference. <laughs> yeah. Around Luffy. a thousand episodes. A thousand <laughs> episodes. Ah, but I understood the pirate trying to become the leader. Or like the, the bigger pirate, right? No, it's oh. it's bigger than that. It's like pirate king bigger. of the world, of the entire ocean. Like oh, well, yeah. Of all thing. the seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the I got the the message. <laughs> no, dog, you were thinking little. Like you were thinking, oh, just to this one little crew or to this one sea. Mm-hmm. No, it's the the waters of the world. Oh my God! All right, that's intense. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. But yeah. Angel's the equivalent to to creators. <laughs> He's gonna be the ultimate creator. Yeah. Do you like editing? 
I love it, actually. Yeah? Yeah, if anything, I'd enjoy it more than the actual recording process. Mm, that's rare. Mm-hmm. I think that's rare. What do you say, so? Um, yeah, I've never met anybody who's enjoyed more the editing. Well, I, I actually really enjoy the editing, too, when I've got, like, a like an idea. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, it's actually quite fun. Um, but I don't know if I rec- like it more than the recording itself. I mean, yeah, there's a certain, like, uh, interpersonal communication that happens as you're recording. But then just, like, seeing the the final product, the delivered product, mm-hmm. and then seeing the reaction that people get with, like, your final product, mm-hmm. especially as you continue to get better at, yeah. like, the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, wow, that so, was exciting. So why do you do it if, uh, say, no one in order to, like, look at Do you do it for other people's entertainment, right? Because you just said... Mm-hmm. A cool part of it is to see what others think of it, mm-hmm. right? And their sure. reaction. Would you continue to do it if there is like no audience? Mm, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, there's always an audience, in my opinion, because like I can make it for my wife, I can make it for my right. It doesn't even have to be big. Yeah, it doesn't okay. have to be big. That makes sense. And uh, have I really made anything just for myself? Uh, yeah, I feel like that's where it's kind of stemming from. Like, it's the the creation process is for myself. Okay. And then it's and a journey that I'm creating. And the outcome uh-huh. is for others. Yeah. So to speak. Because uh-huh. obviously it's going to be for you as well. But uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's an excitement. There's an enjoyment of releasing it for others to see it. What got you into it? Uh, honestly, like, the first thing that I ever started to edit was uh, I took a Japan trip. And uh, I just documented my journey while we were on that J- Japan trip. The one that you showed me, that first YouTube video? Uh, yeah, so we took the trip without any kind of like uh, idea in mind. We were just capturing as if we were recording it on our phone. Yeah. And then um, COVID happened, and then all this free time just came up. It was like a, an entire year later. Wow. And then it was like, well, what am I going to do with these videos? And then this is interesting. Like, let's make it easy to replay Instead of having to sort through hours and hours of footage, right. let's just make it condensed into a video. And then, and then it just kept going from there. That's sick. That's fairly recent, at least in my in my eyes. 2020? Mm-hmm. Three years ago? Mm-hmm. What kind of person were you prior? Like, if we were doing this podcast, right? And you didn't... You weren't a creative yet. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have this aspiration to be one of the greatest creators... Mm-hmm. That the f- the internet has ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. What would you have said? Would you have given your occupation, or what were you also doing? Like, I guess for pure enjoyment, po- pre-editing, pre-creating. I th- honestly, I feel like my prediction is that if COVID did not happen and I did not free up so much time, mm-hmm. I would be some acute care nurse practitioner, or like oh. working in patient hospital, or just trying to make it big as a nurse practitioner and Embrace probably it. trying to make like a, like my aspiration or goal would be to grow the current family business that I'm associated with. Oh, right okay. Now. But it would be in the nursing field. Right. Trying to be a master in that. Wow. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? Uh, currently, no. Okay. But, um. How about pre-COVID? Pre-COVID I did. I was actually getting really good and I found like a, uh, yeah, I found enjoyment in it. It okay. felt good to know it so well and everything, but uh, then I just discovered what it was to create. Ah, mm-hmm. that's a beauty. 
That's a beaut. Wow. Something so powerful, like a passion so powerful that it takes over another passion, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, well, it was more just like uh, I wasn't aware that it even existed. And then I was made aware of something new. Were you into YouTube at the time? Uh, No. Would you say YouTube's your biggest, like, that's where you do most of your editing for... Mm, yeah, like I guess like um, uh, that's where a lot of my inspiration came from when I was trying to learn how to be a creative. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if anybody listening still knows about Casey Neistat if we're talking about this far yeah, into dude, the future. I, <laughs> I go that far. Yeah. I go that far sometimes. But I mean, Casey Neistat was like the, the grandfather of YouTube when it right. comes to like vlogs like that he, guy's a badass. he is the master in my in my eyes uh-huh. verse uh, for what a vlog should be right so like my inspiration came from him as the primary source to to go forward uh, I think a lot of like creatives can relate to that that statement yeah Casey nice that Casey nice that guy's sick yeah because yeah, I mean like he's, he's he, raw yeah he is super raw. raw but also just like his he developed a style that no one had and it there's a certain structured messiness that's like fascinating yeah. to watch his office mm-hmm. uh, i think it was his off- office like a thumbnail of his office that got me the first time mm-hmm. i was just like what is this <laughs> yeah and then it was a review of uh the one board do you mm-hmm. guys know what the one board is mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it yeah. was the one board. one board is that the one with the big uh wheel oh one wheel i'm an oh, idiot one wheel yeah, that was my first. Well, what about you? What was your first introduction to Casey? Uh, you know what? I was actually watching some educational courses on uh, a website that used to be, I think used to be called Udemy, or it's probably still called yeah, Udemy. Udemy? Yeah, Udemy? Yeah, and then um, the teacher referenced Casey Neistat over like oh, a nice. New York vlog. And he's just like, look at this, how it's structured like this, and all the pacing. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, it's actually fantastic. Wait a minute, what other videos do you have? Oh, man. He has, like, uh, over yeah. 400 videos. No, 700 videos because it's over two years of daily content. That's insane, dude. Yeah, on top of everything else. So, yeah, crazy amount of videos. Would you be able to do that? That kind of consistency? I tried, I tried for uh, two months. And I was, yeah, every single day I made something. It took, like, four hours on top of, like, recording all day oh to my edit. God. Yeah, so sometimes I would get, like, anywhere from... I think the shortest I ever slept was three and a half hours. Oh, and, my God. And then I would average like around six. Dude, the editors are the unsung heroes of the Internet. I have a question. What kept you, wait, what kept you going? What motivated you? Yeah, it was a goal that I had. It was like a daily goal that I had. But you know what happened was that um, just for fun, like uh, we recorded. Uh, uh, let me preface this with like my views were like getting like 70 80 it was mainly family friends that were like watching it with maybe like a I think that was really good well I mean that was the consistency right okay uh, but then I released just for fun we uh, my wife and I recorded one k-pop reaction yes and then um, well new group I had never seen them or whatever it was like a very standard type of reaction or whatever mm-hmm. Um and immediately the views were like 1.1 thousand in a day. Dude, how did that make your heart feel? It was exciting. Beating, yeah. I bet. Yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh, like this was the thing. And of course, like when that, that happens, it's like 
all these thoughts. It's like, oh man, so this is what they like. This is what we got to keep doing. This yeah. is what we started. Uh, this is how you maintain the audience. And so keep you start going. appealing. Yeah. So it it what it strived away from K-pop reaction. Oh, it strived away from the vlogs and became K-pop reactions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you you did that to satiate the newfound audience, mm-hmm. right? Do you mm-hmm. think that was the way to go? Uh, Looking back on it, on it. So the, I mean, there's a lot of mix with how I feel like if I should or shouldn't have, because um, part of me was like, part of me feels like it messed up the consistency of like that initial goal of just like kind of recording and what I actually desired, and I followed, like in a sense, the money. Like, mm. where I yeah, felt like exactly. the popularity was going to be or where, like, I followed that. Right. Versus what, at the time, I just felt like it was, like, oh, yeah, I'm still pursuing it. Like, the mm-hmm. idea was just to grow the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So you're uh, still in line with the main goal. Yeah, that's what I thought. But okay. then, like, I realized after some time that that's what I was chasing. But part of me is glad that I did that because it helped reveal certain parts of me based on like comments, based on like what I was actually doing, how I got lost in the sauce. It had me actually look back and say like, oh God, what am I doing? Yeah. It, it answered certain parts of like growing big as a creator mm-hmm. and uh, it revealed certain aspects of the previous way I would think. I don't know. That it, makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. If it does or doesn't make sense, it's... I get it. That's how I felt. Like how jumbled and confused I am at explaining it right now. That's right. how I felt at that time. Wow, mixture of emotions. Mm. You know what's surprising is that we've never had this conversation before. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's what's crazy to me. Is is that you think you would think that this would probably be the initial conversation, <laughs> yeah. but me and you have been in friends for what four months now? Uh, since November, we, December. We met in December. Not? Okay. Like, uh, going on five. Uh-huh. Good five months. That's crazy. You know what's mind-blowing is that we... I, I would consider you a great friend. Oh, nice. Within cool. such a small time period. Mm-hmm. And, ah, uh, dude, I love that stuff. Like, being able to meet... You are somebody that I met in El Paso. It's like, you're the equivalent to meeting somebody out of town. Oh, really? Me. Yeah, that's the way I view it. Mm-hmm. Because... Everybody else in El Paso, at least all my friends, they're all old friends. Mm-hmm. But then coming to this idea of like you can make new friends, <laughs> like even here, like you're not solidified to a group of people, and yeah, that's who you are to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. And one <laughs> one of the biggest things that solidified the friendship, I believe, was uh, this little trip that we took, <laughs> yeah. you know, to uh, that one great place. Yeah, it was quite a bonding experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it was dope. Well, besides that. Let me ask you one quick question, and then we can jump off. Unless okay. you want to. However. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the number one book that you recommend or gift to most people? Ooh. Uh, honestly, the one that like made me feel like it clicked mm-hmm. was uh, the subtle art of not giving an F. Oh, I've never. I haven't read it, but I'm a big fan of the author. You know, like just that book. Whether a lot of. I mean, it mixed reviews, right? On Amazon, it has like a, a good amount of reviews and mm-hmm. uh, like four and a half stars or whatever. But uh, I feel like it's just a matter of reading the right book at the right time. 
because I feel like you could read a book one time and it not really mean anything to you, right. but you could reread it a year later and it just hits completely different. I agree. And I feel like with this one, I had read it at a time where like I felt like just like another speck of dirt in the earth. Right. And re reading that book with that kind of mindset made me feel like, oh, wow, like it, I'm giving too much importance to something insignificant. Or not insignificant, but I'm just like stressing myself out for, for no reason. For no reason. Okay. It's like, yeah, like if you think about it, we are just another grain of sand amongst like the shore of the beach. Uh huh. Uh, but that's just kind of a part of life. Like yeah. we shouldn't give ourselves more importance than we try and convince ourselves we should have. Like my life is no better than yours mm -hmm. and vice versa but there's still there's still so much enjoyment to have just living the life that you have even though the whole idea of the speck of dirt is true yeah okay yeah yeah there's okay. still so much fun to be had there's there's a passion that like you can change the people around you and like that nothing can be done like efficiently and uh like to the best of its ability without a community like it's the collective efforts of from the start of time to if there's ever an end of time kind of thing right like our names will not be remembered mm -hmm. if even one generation into the future you know what i mean like oh yeah like Damn we could just be forgotten pretty much immediately and we have to be okay with that yeah i don't even know the name of my great grandfather yeah see like uh, people are forgotten yeah like he's only about like couple generations behind me yeah and that's that's okay yeah that's fine yeah that's fine yeah i'm pretty sure you lived a good life maybe hopefully yeah the it, it's a like it helped me let go of certain regrets or a certain way of thinking or it, it started that process right like of course i read more books after that to like build upon myself and again like a certain self-confidence following more books it's not just one book but if anything, it's like a starting point to yeah. a future way of thinking. The snowball mm -hmm. to the avalanche. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's definitely on my reading list now. Because I've encountered... I was I caught myself in class recently watching one of his videos. He's... Mm -hmm. he's uh, he, I love his YouTube videos. Have you been watching? Have you mm -hmm. ever watched? He has great YouTube videos. Very good storyteller, naturally. Mm -hmm. Mark Manson. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. All right. You wanna, let's close this up. You have any questions for me? Any questions for Caesar? No, I'm good, man. Caesar, any last words? All right. <clears throat> oh my God. What, bro? No, <laughs> I did want. I was just holding back because I, I, when you were talking about the what happened with YouTube, mm -hmm. right? That's like you explained it perfectly. The way I what happened to me with like TikTok. Yeah. There's like this thing that happens, you're creating, you're creating, and like you're excited because like ideas, you're testing out new ideas, and then it starts working, and then you kind of get lost mm -hmm. in this like, like, let's go! Like, yeah. you just start <laughs> doing all just that one subject, yeah. which came from the original idea of like, I love travel, or I love K-pop, mm -hmm. but it became something else, and then that's all you were surrounded by. And you're like, well, this wasn't all of the what I loved about travel. Yeah. Like, there's more to this. And then it's weird because then you can just, like, then you can lose motivation and just stop. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Because it seems meaningless. 
because it's just like I don't like that anymore. Or it's it's weird. It's not that you don't like it, but it's like uh, I don't know. I, you were explaining it really well, but I completely it, understand. It's it's a matter of like uh, I guess if I were to give advice, it's like it's like remember your initial goal. Like it's almost ideal in a sense to like make that have your one hit, but then continue to create what you were creating before Stay versus true. yeah versus following the trend the like if anything you should actually see uh, like for example in views you should see 80 views 75 views a thousand views and then go back to like 90 views and then like 100 okay. views and then like 90 views and then like okay well now there's an increment of 10 across right. like these following views like you had that one shutter but then i don't know like no, just no, stick it to sense. your original i, I want to say one thing and then you guys talked about like the you know, like it's kind of the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Um, that it's you're kind of like a grain of sand, right? And I realize, like, yeah, your your life doesn't matter. So, like, to me, what I've come to find is that the people that I gravitate the most to are those people that are just like they they're so themselves because they're exploring their own curiosity, and they've allowed themselves to be like taken by their curiosity, and nothing else really like matters. And I see that a lot in Doug. Where it's just like he's just doing his thing, mm -hmm. and that creates such a gravitational pull, of like people become so interested, and in a way, I think internally inspired by you, and it's kind of hard to figure out why do I like this guy so much, mm -hmm. and it's because they are so like they're in such enjoyment of exploring themselves and with their interests that it's actually what you want to do, or it's at least what I want to do. And, and you see a piece of yourself. And, uh, and I think that's a big piece to making that. I think that's like the thing to make content. It's like, you, you just got to maintain that path. And it's like what you're talking about. You'll see the views go up and down, but if you do it consistently enough, the people will like get to know you and then they'll be like, I love this guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's kind of crazy. And to add to that, it's like almost like when you stop caring in a sense, like in a sense, like because you, you're gonna care about like your situation and what's going on, but like whenever you let go, it gives you a sense of appreciation of what is now, mm. versus what is to come or what it was the past. Would you say letting go? I think I might have been able to pinpoint this. Is just simply other caring about other people's opinion of you? Would that be a big thing to let go? That's that sort of sort of lends to this feeling of letting go. It's just like, I really don't care. All I care about is my own happiness. Mm -hmm. Would that equate to... I, I feel like it's close, but I, I feel like it's a little more than just... Just that. Yeah, because I feel like I still care about other people's opinions, but it's regarding like how much value are you giving to somebody else's opinion. Like, I'm going to value my wife's opinion. Right. I'm gonna value the opinion of you guys as we like do things together. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. There, there's, and it's also like, how much are you connecting to these opinions? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're taking something, if you're taking the opinion of somebody else too much to heart, that means that you, you believe it to a certain extent. Like, if it's hurtful to you, that means that you believe whatever their statement is. Oh yeah, we. You've yeah. said this before, and uh, it just makes all the sense in the world. Uh, yeah, so, like, you, then it has to come back to yourself as to, like, why do you believe this comment? Mm -hmm. You know, like, you, you have to 
you have to also, re like, yes, given the situation, it, the, the comment might have been hurtful, but you also have to determine, like, is there something else that you're missing in your self-review that you need to build some confidence upon so that you don't even think twice about believing that opinion? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. All right. Quite the philosopher, Angel. <laughs> I mean, Angel Richie, the philosopher. That, the philosopher. <laughs> that name will go down in history alongside Marcus Aurelius and Plato and all the other great philosophers. You're, you're quite the philosopher, dude. I mean, you've got, you've got mad wisdom. Interesting. Yeah. I believe that you have mad wisdom. I think you're a source of wisdom in my life. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, where can the people find you? Uh, saying we're not talking to like people maybe a thousand years from now where the internet doesn't mm. exist and it was like, where can people find you if they're able to find you? Uh, I guess just my Instagram for now. Instagram? Uh, All right. Yeah, I'll, so have it, I'll have it linked in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, the Instagram's the one you want to plug? I honestly don't know uh, because like uh, website's changing oh, right now. Because uh, website's changing right now. I'm transitioning over to like Della Story. Okay. Um, email. I mean, I guess that's a, that's a way too. But uh, I wouldn't even website? know what to plug. What, what about the YouTube? Oh yeah, I'm constantly changing it, and I feel like I link like my YouTube to that. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I guess we can do like Caesar, I'm Richie. Do you have a Do you have a link tree? Caesar has a link tree. That's that's. Oh that's well, I guess. Oh okay. So I mean, like right now, I have the Popple thing. Okay. And it has it has everything there. Yeah. So I'll send you that. I mean, we could link everything. Anything you want to put awareness to? Yeah, I'll give you my Popple link and everything there is listed. Okay, dope. Sounds yeah. good. Now well, I gotta maintain Popple for the next one hundred years, or <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we, maybe we're the first immortal beings, boys. You know, the idea that we're not immortal—something could still kill us—but old age ain't gonna be the thing that kills us. Yeah. <laughs> so a hundred years from now, hopefully, this <laughs> Popple, Popple, <laughs> Angel Richie. Okay. Uh, we're closing out here. Let's uh, song recommendation, and we'll go with what's your favorite song? Oh, you can't pick favorite music. Okay, there's agreed. way too agreed. many. Way so too many. out of like your top ten, just snatch one from the middle. Uh, man. Okay, let's see. Twice is the artist. Okay. The song name is "I Feel Special." Twice the artist. Yes, it's K-pop. Yeah, shoot. Yeah. Hey, if you're into it, <laughs> you make me feel special. <laughs> <laughs> people, people from a hundred years from now, you better be rocking out to that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> right after I, this one. I think I would rather say artist names versus a song name. So twice for K-pop, I'm gonna say Journey for classic rock, and oh, then um, let's see. Uh, yeah, we'll stick to that. All right, there we go. That's about it. Well, I appreciate you doing the pod with me, my man. Mm -hmm. uh, probably not the last time we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. I have an idea. Uh, I'm going to order a book. Hopefully it gets here before I leave to Europe. But the idea was to do go sort of go into your realm of mm -hmm. expertise when it comes to creating and do a reaction mm -hmm. podcast to uh, this book that I found really interesting. I saw found it in Austin. I didn't buy it, but I remember I was holding up the line at the grocery store because I was just reading it and it's by Time Magazine it's called 100 Most Influential People of All Time mm. mm -hmm. 
and uh, I'd like to react to those 100 people with you. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's the next idea that I got for for this pod with you along. Okay. Yeah. If you're down good. for that. Yeah, it sounds like fun. All right, cool. Let's close it out. Whoever, whenever, and whatever you are, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying your existence. We'll talk tomorrow. Later. Later. Thank you.